It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's uh, let's talk about the weekend at large first, then we'll get into Eagles Giants. Yeah. Just to just your reaction, because look, I think as far as super wild card weekends go, that first game obviously a clunker, great first half, then yeah. then a bad game. But then honestly, one of the better I mean, the Doug wild game card, was unbelievable. One of the better wild card weekends I remember. I mean, yeah. really, the Doug game was was all time third biggest comeback in the history of of the playoffs. Yesterday's games were were top notch. I mean, the night game wasn't great, but at least it was close. Mm. And I thought the Giants game was great. The Bills game was way better than we expected. Just a, uh, a I think a better than expected weekend of football. Well, and also let's be honest, it could not have gone better for the Eagles. You're, you're from, right about from that, an Eagles buddy. perspective. Yep. Like, not only did the Niners, I thought, looked shaky. I mean, again, they were losing at halftime of that game. You know, I think you can look at the final score and go, well, they ended up winning the game. Let's be honest and say if the Eagles played that exact game the Niners do, give up 17 points in the first half, I think they were the, – the Seahawks had the ball going in for the lead until they fumbled it in that third quarter. Well, that fumble changed the game. Yeah. That so, Geno fumble, like if that doesn't happen – I mean, I still think the Niners win. I think but, they win too, but, but I don't think it's a blowout. They didn't blow them out, yeah. right? Um, so I think the Niners look definitely uh, beatable. Buffalo – you know, I didn't think they were ever actually going to lose that game, mm-hmm. but they certainly did not look great. So from that perspective, you look at the teams that played the week this weekend that you're saying, all right, you know, the from, uh, Super Bowl contenders that could get in the way of the Eagles, those teams didn't look good. But again, they get to play the New York Giants. Which and- ironically, I do think, and again, I, I'm uh, that's the team I wanted. I, yeah. I'm happy they're playing the Giants. I think they'll beat the Giants. I do think the Giants look the best probably of all the teams but, this weekend. But I also think... <laughs> funny enough, right? So I don't disagree with that, but I think that's also because the Vikings clearly... Oh, I agree. ...were not I, as good yeah, as we thought. I agree. And I tried to talk myself into the Vikings. Like, they do have... they Look, they had more talent. Um, And we'll get into the coaching staff thing with the Giants, obviously, which is going to be a huge talking point. But I thought, uh, uh, the, like, the, the poster moment for the Giants, for me, in that game was... It was a big third down late in the game... I think it was maybe even less than a few minutes ago in, in in the fourth quarter. Dable calls up a play to get Darius Slayton wide open. Wide open. Wide open. No one around him. And he dropped it. It was Why? like a third and 15 yeah. and he would have gotten the he first. If not more, right? Yeah. Why? Because they're just not that talented of a team. So as good of a coach as Brian Dable is, and he gets credit for, for what he did yesterday for sure, they're just not – they don't have a ton of talent. They just don't. Like I really truly believe even of the teams that are eliminated – they have the least talent on the team. I think of- the Seahawks are the only one, and the Dol- like the Dolphins without Tua. But if Do- if the Dolphins had Tua, I would say they're absolutely more talented. Yeah. Like absolutely. And I think Seattle, you could say talent wise, is probably similar to the Giants. But I agree with your general point. Yeah, I mean, I think DK Metcalf is probably better than Saquon. Sure. Tyler Lockett's better than any receiver they have. They have whose name's escaping me. 
the cornerback that I think led the NFL in interceptions um, on Seattle. And then Miami, obviously, you look at, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. I mean, speaking of, like, things to take away from the weekend, if Tyreek uh, Hill and Jalen Waddle, like, catch, catch the, the catch, football, they might win that game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't see it with the Giants. And and I think my my kind of main thought coming into the, the start of all these pods and the previewing the game is, any team they would have played this weekend, even if we were doing this tomorrow and we're talking about the Bucks beat the Cowboys or the Cowboys beat the Bucks, any team they were going to play, even if Seattle beat San Francisco, it would have been, oh, man, they're coming in hot because they would have just won a playoff, mm-hmm. right? Had Seattle beaten San Francisco, everyone would have been like, before the game, it's like, oh, you really hope it's Seattle. And then afterwards, it's, well, they did just beat the Niners, right? So I think the proper perspective for this is, Yes, any team they were going to play in the divisional round of the playoffs was not going to be a really easy team. The Texans aren't just going to pop up on the schedule, right? Like, the team, the Bears aren't going to just pop up. The team they're going to play is going to be a team that made the playoffs and won a playoff game. And that sounds simplistic, but I think it's important to say because even with those caveats, like, the Giants are the team you would hope for. You've seen them a ton of times. They're, they're like Daniel Jones looked really good passing against the uh, Vikings because the Vikings have a really bad pass defense. The Eagles have one of the best pass defenses in the NFL. If you look at the Giants' defense, the Giants do not have a good pass rush. They do not have an elite edge rusher that works out well for Lane. Like the matchups all over the field benefit the Eagles. In fact, I was thinking about this last night. Is there a single position besides running back where that you could say the Giants are better? Um. I mean, uh, Andrew Thomas has been better than my lot of this year. He's Probably. a like, second-team right, all-pro yeah. guy or whatever. Um, I mean, you could argue Thibodeau's ceiling is is uh, you know talent-wise up there with right. with Josh Sweat or I whatever. Think you he only, say. Now, I know he missed time, but did he only have like five or five? But either way, like yeah. he's flashed and has played better yeah. over the second half of the season. I'm I'm generally with you, but like I think they're probably. I mean, I'm sure the Giants punter is better than ours. Like they're they're <laughs> I, you know seriously right. though there's spots. But I generally agree with your point. And I look, I think something else with the Giants yesterday, and everyone's going to watch a game, be like, oh, look out for the Giants. You know what freaking mattered? The Giants resting their starters in Week 18 yeah. freaking mattered. You know who looked freaking fresh as hell? Saquon. He that dude looked awesome. He did. He was fucking bur- earmuffed. Wow. Sorry. Whoa. Oh, and live. Burst. It's early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Bursting through the light. Like, he looked great. Like, they looked, like, fresh and ready. Yeah. Daniel Jones looked fresh and ready to play. Like, oh, wow, week off. That mattered. Yeah. You know, just got a week off while the Giants are playing the Philadelphia freaking Eagles when they needed a week off. I'm right there with you. Look, we we saw the the only time these two teams have squared off where they were full strength and going at each other. The Eagles won 48 to 22, and yeah. it wasn't that close. And the score was not that was, indicative. That was, yeah. a, that was a, the closer. The score makes it seem closer than it actually was. So I get it. I think it's a great point because no matter who it was, they're going. Yeah. Oh, look at what's look. They're coming in like this. Uh, and and the Giants, I think, are the the perfect team to to be the the, the that to the nth degree because they are so well coached. And yeah. Daniel Jones, he's better than we thought. And you know what <laughs> he, he is? is. He, he is. is. He is flat out better than we thought. Like no doubt he's about it. He's not turning the ball over the but way. But you know he what is, else so. I'll say? I'm pretty freaking stoked that he just earned himself a bunch of money. I'm pretty freaking stoked that the Giants are going to commit to him. And he's not bad. He's yeah. not. You can win with the guy. You can, especially with Dable. It seems like Dable yeah. can. You guys got enough talent. But like. Am I am I happy they're not? Am I I happy they're not in the quarterback market? Yes. One thing we didn't talk about the end of the season, but it is you know the NFC East. By the way, back if the Cowboys win tonight, three of the four teams in the NFC left are NFC East. And the fact that Washington went eight and one just as an aside, we haven't talked about a lot, but you know, great quarterback draft. Yeah. 
Love it's it. A, it's a good point. Way to go 500, boys. That is, yeah, that Way is to win point. games this year unexpectedly, Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. That's a good it. point. Love it. Um, but, yeah, coming out of yesterday, uh, I think on the whole, you know, and the Giants did look good. Like, they looked good. And I think partially because Minnesota's bad, like you yeah. said. I mean, the, all wow, who'd have thunk all those historic stats I know, about the, the Vikings and their run uh, score differential and, and all that. Like, who'd have thunk it? But what's Turns crazy out they're is not that good a football the team. The Giants also had a negative point differential yes. going into the playoffs. Yeah. Now, they didn't win, I don't know what the Vikings end up winning, like 13. 12, 13 games, yeah. Now, they didn't win 13 games, but they also had a negative point differential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, um, so quickly around the rest of the league. Obviously, let's start with Doug. I think that for most Eagles fans, the one oh, we were— Oh, dude, Doug was— I, Like, I mean, I'm like— I'm I'm almost speechless at why I mean Trevor for them to have five tur- five turnovers in the first, in the half, first half four well, picks by Trevor Lawrence for him to come back and play like shows some hoods but from that dude for Doug the way he coached the game I mean Doug yeah. offensively like it looked like Doug 2017 from a play calling perspective like he had the the Chargers completely on their heels that whole second half called a great game and again the third the third biggest playoff comeback in the history of the sport and. Fire Brandon Staley. Oh, yeah. Your well, thoughts. definitely fire Brandon Staley. Wow. Like, without question. I mean, I mean he should have been fired going the into Mike, the yeah, game. The Mike, oh, you yeah. think maybe they win that game with Mike Williams? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, you think he makes one point <laughs> Maybe one play right? that matters? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's one of those games where you almost have to, like, you'll always remember where you were when it happened. And my experience of watching it was interesting because I was at a wedding, and I'm obviously following the game on my phone, and I'm like, oh, well, he's got four interceptions and it's 27-0. I can probably, you know, mm-hmm. stop tracking this as much. And then I'm like slowly doing, I'm like, oh, it's like 2710. Or like, oh, wow, it's, you know, 2717. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, like, I'm, I'm, we go back to the hotel room, me, me and my friends catch end of the game. And it went from, wow, they have no shot to winning this, to like, they are driving with the ball and are going to win the oh, game. Oh, yeah. When, and, when, they, when they made it two and then got the ball back, it was like, oh, they're winning. Yeah, they're winning. And it was game so on. funny, too, as a, um, and, and, you know, you bet on the Jags. I took the Chargers in that you one. Did, yeah. As a uh, and I, it's rare. Like, look, losing a bet sucks. We all know that. One of those rare runs where I was fine with it because I was so psyched for Doug, and yeah. it just made me happy. And I don't care about screw the Chargers, whatever. Right. But being a minus two and a half Chargers holder in that moment that is brutal. When they get, and I'm actually in a way happy they won because it makes the bad beat worse because less bad because at least the Jags won the game. So who cares? Right, you know, whatever. I would have lost a bet anyway. <laughs> yeah. But if they had gone for two, gotten the two, and, and lost the game, and the Chargers win, and I don't get Doug winning, right. and I lose my bet by a half. Yeah, that would be brutal. I would have lost it. So I'm actually really happy yeah. they came back to win, and that's not for that reason alone. Yeah. But pretty amazing, man. And and again, you know, obviously we know how good a big game coach Doug is, but, you know, in his first playoff game after Trevor Lawrence looked really bad against the, the Titans in that winning in game yeah. and then has about as bad a half as you will ever see four picks, a quarterback <laughs> yeah. having a playoff game to come back and do what he did, like, he showed a lot of people a lot, I think, in that game. He did. I also think what you saw more was Doug is just a big game head coach. Yeah. The way he can coach Doug it up. Doug called an way, amazing game. Dude, coaching around how bad Trevor Lawrence has played the last week. just keeping your guys in He was in terrible against the just keeping your guys in that. Keeping yes. your guys locked yeah. in, focused, all that stuff. Now they'll lose to the Chiefs. And look, he got lucky because uh, in addition to not only should Brandon Staley be fired from the Mike Williams thing for just losing that game, period, fired the offensive coordinator too. I mean, yeah. how are you not running the football? Yeah, it's, it's I unbelievable. Mean, Austin Eckler had like 12 carries in the whole game. Yeah. Not even. I think it was like eight carries. It was something crazy. Well, it's like, and, what are you doing? And, this is insane. And the coaching difference is not the same, obviously. But if we're going to do the whole Brian Dable could win the game for him thing, watching Doug win that game for them is an example of how much like little coaching decisions mm-hmm. in the playoffs oh, no doubt. really, really, really matter. No and doubt. I think we're confident Brian Dable's going to make the right ones. And I think you should have confidence in Sirianni, too. 
But Doug showed how much the guy on the sideline can really, really impact things. Because the Jaguars, I think, are, you know, it's not as big of a talent discrepancy between the I think the Chargers, Giants, are, Chargers are more talented yeah, than the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are more talented. And Herbert, point, Herbert is, is uh, like, better. We'll see what happens. I think most people think he's better than Lawrence. But he certainly played a lot more NFL well, games. He's got like, fewer playoff wins. Yeah, but he's and played a lot. lost head-to-head. That's yeah. my point. I'm, but I'm with you. No, yeah. I'm saying, you know, yeah. like, you would, you would say that in, in every way going in other than Doug, the Chargers had the advantage. So it 100%. Happened, you yeah. know? So, and especially there for a Jaguars is. team that had no playoff experience, were the worst team in football last year, you know, Chargers at least were in it last year. So, yeah, I thought really impressive win from Doug there. Uh, the, yeah, what are you just happy for Doug. And also just highlights the dude's a great head coach. And, like, clearly, the, you know, we've re, oh, this will be super quick, but like, it was Carson. It wasn't Doug. It was Carson. Yeah, we, all, we blame, said but, it. We said it in the moment. Yeah. We all agreed, and Doug was blaming the issues and all that. But, like, right. and, and look, it, I think it all worked out. Like similar, I think, yeah, I don't think similar when here. Andy left, and like it was like just time. And yeah, it worked 100%. out for Andy there, but it wasn't the time work was here. just a little short. Yeah, and I think Doug, it should have been longer. We both did, but you know, <laughs> look, we're all happy with Nick, but but Doug's the man, and we yeah. freaking <clears> love him. He, we love him as much as anyone who's left this city and gone somewhere else yeah. as I, I could possibly think of. Also, what you pointed out to me this morning, I didn't even think about till this morning. Doug Andy, Doug super Andy. fun next round. We have a Saturday. That's fun that that. So we have a Saturday of watching Doug and Andy, then Eagles Giants. Oh, I mean, that's we won't a, have a show. That's a hell of a. I don't think they'll carry that. I think we'll be on the radio. If Probably, I do yeah. But either way, I mean, what a what a what a what a day of yeah. of football that is.